a boom shake the room fire nation jld here with an audio masterclass you aren't going to want to miss because we're going to be talking about how to be a capitalist without any capital and to do that i am bringing nathan Lacka on the mic and he buys and sells software companies and he has a podcast called the top entrepreneurs and has a book coming out called how to be a capitalist without any capital and fire nation we're going to be talking about how to acquire a company without spending any money, how to use your Instagram account to get a free hotel stay, maybe multiple, and the exact script to use to get bloggers to replace your competitor's backlink with yours, which is critical, and so much more Fire Nation. So we will dive in with Nathan when we get back from thinking our sponsor. One of the biggest challenges I face while growing my business, finding qualified candidates to hire. Luckily, ZipRecruiter makes it easy. You'll see exactly what I mean if you visit ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter's powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Nathan, say what's up to Fire Nation and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Hello, JLD. I don't even know if you know this, but I've actually eaten basically the same four meals every day for the past three years. Well, can we hear them real quick? Yes. So <laughs> in the morning, it is, uh, it's basically two eggs cut in half. So basically four halves on top of kind of green salad. And then the second one is a spaghetti, six meatballs on top of a kind of a bed of spaghetti. The third is a uh, lemon chicken. So it's again, lemon chicken on top of a nice pasta. And then the fourth one is kind of like a beef stroganoff. So mixing the beef plus potatoes and green beans. And um, it's been very efficient. It's $6.50 per meal delivered. I use my, my guy PK here in Austin and it works really well. I love that. And I can tell you it's working because Fire Nation, Nathan's lean, mean, and he's an entrepreneurial <laughs> machine, no doubt. Something else that you might not know Fire Nation about Nathan that I'll share is that back in 2013, we went on a little mastermind retreat into the mountains of Colorado, myself, him, and about 12 other entrepreneurs where... I almost died with an ATV accident. Um, not not really exaggerating that much. My ATV you're, did. You're not exaggerating at all. Guys. It did roll. It rolled. I mean, off a cliff, like a large boulder. Yeah, oh, it still gives me chills. Like I haven't been on ATV since. But anyways, the mastermind was awesome. It was amazing. Of course, I did not go back day two for ATVing. Neither did Nathan. So we went hiking instead with a couple other people, and uh, we really connected there, which was awesome. And ever since then, uh, we both kind of be keeping tabs on each other's entrepreneurial journey, and that's why I'm excited to bring him back on here today because he's releasing a book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. So we're going to be doing an audio masterclass on this topic, which he is an expert in. I teased you in the intro with a bunch of things we're going to be talking about, so I'm really fired up. But again, this is an audio masterclass that's going to be really focused and we're going to be expounding on some of the ideas that he talks in depth about in his book, How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. So let's just start off, Nathan, with you talking to us, with us, with Fire Nation, about acquiring a company without spending any money. What? 
first off, I grew up on like you and Warner and Andrew Warner and Mixergy and all these sites. And I'm going, wow, these guys pay a lot of money, uh, especially people kind of doing CPC stuff to essentially build their list. Yeah. And I'm going, I'm in my dorm room at the time. I have no money. How can I like cheat this and build a list quickly? So here's the process that I did. You know, I've bought many companies using this process. Number one, you go to the Chrome web store, right? So just search Google Chrome web store. And then what you do is I go on there and I look for extensions that have more than a hundred thousand, you know, more than call it 10,000, hundred thousand users. And then I look in the bottom right, John, and it will say, the last time that extension was updated. And if the updated extension date is more than like two or three months, it's a sign to me that the developer isn't that interested in it. And it's kind of growing by accident. I reach out and I say, hey, I see you haven't updated this in three or four months. Would you consider selling it to me? And long story short, our, this is how I've acquired three or four companies at this point is uh, doing that same process right through the Chrome web store. I love that process, especially Fire Nation. When you build a niche, when you build this vertical where you are an authority, an influencer of any kind. And then now you can do this process that Nathan just shared. Chrome Web Store, extensions of more than 100K users. The last time it was updated, oh, more than two to three months. Maybe the developer's not that interested. But what can you maybe bring that that developer's lacking? You can maybe bring influence, authority, focus, traffic, all these key things to revitalize this, which already, by the way, has had some success with 100,000 plus users, and you can take it to that next level. So I love that process. I love that part. And what do you really want to make sure that people are kind of going through, Nathan, before they maybe dive off the deep end and make this process happen? Well, you just have, you have to get the script right. So it, this is great. On page 165, I put in the book a screenshot of the email that works best for me, the subject line. You just say potentially acquiring, and then the Chrome extension name. And the message is short and sweet. It just says, hey, CEO's name, would you be open to a chat about me potentially acquiring the company? And so I did this with a company, my first one called Mail to Cloud. And actually, John, in due diligence, um, after uh, we, we started doing research, I realized I had a massive liability on the book. So this, I tell this thing in the book, they actually ended up paying me $15,000 to take that company over. And now it's called the topinbox.com and sendlater.com, which does about, I'll call it six, seven grand a month as a side hustle. It doesn't take any time. This is what I love about Nathan Fire Nation is he gives you exact scripts. He's not like, oh yeah, this aerial, broad, vague thing, this is what you do. He's <laughs> like, this is the exact email you use. Use it word for word. Stop recreating the wheel. Make this happen. And I do the exact same thing within Podcasters Paradise Fire Nation. I'm like, listen, I've crafted 40 templates. If you want to reach out to a sponsor, you want to reach out to a potential so guest, smart. all these different things, just take these perfectly crafted emails, brand them, make them your own personality if you want, and then use them. But stop recreating the wheel or stop doing things wrong, which is even worse. Just out of that, have you put out a book recently? Not recently. No new book. I'll tell you, the publishers hate this. And I'll tell you why. They want timeless books. You've had a lot of guests on that have written oh, mega yeah. hits. They want books that I'll sell 10 years from now. They hate my book because there are over 160 screenshots ranging from my Stripe accounts to real email templates to real negotiations to LOIs and acquisitions offers I walked away from. They hate it because it's, it's in there. But I think that's what makes this book super, super urgent. It's not timeless, though. What I love about that, though, and Gary Vaynerchuk talked about this with Jab, 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 Right Hook. He's like, listen, this book's great right now, so buy it right now. Use it right now because, honestly, in two or three years, a lot of these strategies that I'm teaching you exactly. aren't going to be super relevant. So, Fire exactly. Nation, this is why you keep up the process, finger on the pulse, and make these things happen. So one thing that you actually sent me an email about the other day, which is pretty funny, we got a chuckle out of it, was you know, you've been using Instagram very effectively. You've gotten a free, uh, couple free hotel stays. Not as and- well as you, John. I mean, <laughs> holy cow. <laughs> Some pretty sweet places. So talk to us about that process and uh, we'll jab a little bit about that for a while. Here's the big thing about kind of Instagram, in my opinion, in terms of I just like getting free stuff. I'm a big believer that you can build your business two ways, by growing your income, right, or by decreasing your expenses. 
expenses and no one ever thinks about decreasing expenses. So I said, you know what? I'm going on a 45 day trip in Southeast Asia anyway. I was about to book all these hotels and I'm like, you know what? Let me try this whole influencer marketing thing. Now, I didn't think of myself as an influencer because I only had at the time like 5,000 followers on Instagram, but I tried it anyway. I sent a few cold emails to some of these uh, these uh, places I wanted to stay at and basically said, hey, I'll post about you if you uh, let me stay there for free. Now, most said no, John, but eventually I hooked up with someone else you recently had on that I highly recommend. His name is Zach Benson. And he basically said, Nathan, we'll change your pitch a little bit. Use this email script. So again, I put this email script on page 109 in the book and it basically just rephrases where it says like kind of like this hey we can do the following one create one positive instagram post you know he said put in the word positive like that was a huge change create one positive instagram post not just instagram Ooh. post but positive because why is that making them think that you might create a negative if they don't exactly. say exactly <laughs> they there's horror stories of these hotels that give away free nights and then the reviews aren't positive so you can't say and commit to a five-star review without experiencing it but you can say we'll find one thing positive and write about that one thing Ooh, that's positive love it so it's a little, it's, it's, you get this, it's a little copywriting thing. So anyways, I ended up getting, um, you know, many free nights and you see me here laying in the bed and posing by the pool, flexing my six pack as hard <laughs> as I possibly can. There's a little thirst trap there, you know? You don't have an eight pack yet. What is your problem? Dude, I, I, I can't, I'm not at your level yet. I'm oh, up there. Okay, N- not everybody is. But my point is, John, I put this in there because like there's another script on how I got a, a Rolls Royce free for two days that using Instagram as well. But like these, it's not magic. It's just copywriting and you don't have to have a huge following to do it. Okay, so beyond the script, I mean, there must be a couple of the things that you did and that Zach shared that really kind of allowed you to get to that next level because you do have a pretty decent Instagram following. I mean, I think it's, you know, 20,000 plus and growing quickly. So by the time people listen to this, there's probably going to be close to 100,000, I'm just guessing. But like, what else can people do that maybe don't have massive followings? Yeah, well, this, just to be clear, this reply that I see from Ohana Resorts was January 18th, 2017 at 4.32 a.m. my time, because I have the screenshot here in the book I'm reading from. So my ins- my following was actually fairly, it was probably maybe 10,000, and now it's maybe 20,000. But the, the extra things like we added in, um, we added in like, instead of just Instagram, we said two times um, Snapchats. Ooh. So like basically two Snapchats also included. We added um, one TripAdvisor review for Bisma 8. That was the hotel that I got a free stay at. So adding those two things in gave us extra leverage. And then there's one key thing that everyone, everyone listening right now, when you book these hotels this way, you should ask for, and it's called the media rate. A lot of people don't know this, but every hotel has a media rate and it's about one third the cost of retail. And that's be- they, they basically reserve that for CAA, UTA booking agents at these major agencies for booking talent. But if you just ask for it, they assume you know what you're talking about and you typically can cut off two thirds of your hotel cost, even luxury, luxurious hotels overseas using that keyword, the media rate. God, this is so good. And it's really pissing me off because Kate just booked a nine day stay in Moscow. We're doing that this coming oh my fall, gosh. but you know, it's an Airbnb and like, I'm just like, well, I could totally have done this with this whole process right here. And we could probably be staying like in like the red square or whatever they call it, the Kremlin. I don't even know for free. I mean, God, I'm, I'm going to go back to the drawing board here because this is going to well, be dude, a game that's changer. That's smart for you to do Airbnb. When you guys book, do, when, when she went in, do you typically go in and just sort, do you ever sort from most expensive to least just to see what the most luxurious thing is? Yeah. So dude, I did that. Um, and, and when I went to host a mastermind in San Francisco and it was this penthouse, it was like three grand a night. There's a script. I actually have the email back and forth. I took screenshots out of Airbnb where I got a discount on that penthouse down to 500 bucks a night. Cause I just told the, the host that I would invite him to the CEO mastermind each nights at his place. If he gave me the discount. And then I used the pictures of the penthouse to get all the CEOs there. So it's called <laughs> elephant hunting. You bump them into each other and get discounts. <sighs> I love this conversation. It's tactical though, but your audience likes that, right? It's so tactical. It's so tactical because they can just take what works and flip and use it. So 
One thing that I'm excited about with this next bullet point we're going to be chatting about is I'm starting a new completely brand in 2019. Like probably Q2, maybe at the latest early Q3 of 2019, I'm going to be launching a new brand in a different vertical than business. And I'm pretty excited about it. And one thing that I've... Wait, come on, John. You can't tease us. You got to give us I'm a just, hint. Nope. I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing, guys. <laughs> I, will, I will give you guys a hint, actually. It's in the self-care slash health and wellness space because that's where all of my focus and passion is. Physical or digital? Shot. Physical. Interesting. Yeah. So because of all of that, I know that I need to have my website, my copy, my content be ranking really, really well when people are searching for specific things. And to do that, obviously you create great content, but there's a way that you can really use bloggers who have a lot of authority and a lot of influence in a niche to backlink with your stuff and to make your content much more relevant and higher ranking on things like Google and all the other ones like Bing and stuff. So let's talk about the script that you use to get bloggers to replace your competitor's backlink with yours. And that's not just like to add yours. I love the word how you said replace. Yeah, yeah. You're, it's defensive. It's you're attacking and you're playing defense at the same time. So <laughs> back, it's true, right? Back in episode, I think if memory is right, back in episode 2087, you had Tim on from Ahrefs. Mm-hmm. So that's what I start with. I go there. This was in 2014. I used Ahrefs. I put in my competitor, uh, Shortstack. They competed with me when I was building my company called Heyo, which was for Facebook apps. I saw that number, number, one of the number one traffic drivers to Shortstack was this place called Guava at guavabox.com. So I sent an email um, via the Guavabox contact form on the website that basically said, Hey guys, I saw you wrote this article on the Facebook contest space. I then continued, John, I said, I'm building a tool in this space and had two questions for you about a new design we're about to roll out open to a call so I can show you the private stuff. So notice I didn't ask right away, like replace my link, but I was going for that by teasing them with a new design. Can I show you the private stuff? Andrew then wrote back about, uh, what is this? 30 hours later, Nathan, thanks for reaching out. He's the VP of inbound at Guava Box. Happy to take a look at, Hey, and give any feedback I can. Looks like a cool tool. Long Long story short is we go back and forth a bunch and then I say, hey, um, since you do like this, would you be willing to put this text at the top of this article? And it was an article they wrote on the top five Facebook app builders, which Shortstack and Wildfire were at the top of. I then emailed him what I wanted the header to be, Heyo free contest builder and the text, you know, Heyo is a drag and drop Facebook contest platform, blah, 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 with the link, which was a referral link for him. He put it in John and now right after, literally right after that happened, because I knew that that already ranked so well, we were getting 13. We averaged about 13 new customers per week just from doing that one thing. So over a year, you do the math, right? It works. There's so many things I love about this. On a semi-random uh, side note, I have to do the math on this, but I think that this podcast episode is going to have the, the most words per minute of any podcast <laughs> episode of all time. Because when you put yourself and me together, we like both elevate each other's energy and speed of words. So Fire Nation, if you're listening to this on double speed, God help you because we are <laughs> ripping through this content and we're saying a lot of stuff. So I love this. And this is something that I'm specifically going to be using with my new brand that's coming out in 2019, Fire Nation. So this is something that you can be saying, okay, right now, how can I do something that's going to get me there and bring in potentially 13, 25, however many new clients per week? That stuff adds up. It makes it yep. huge. I love this stuff. So anything else you want to say about the whole bloggers and competitors and backlinks? 
just that time is money, John. And once you get this backlink in there, it stays there for sometimes years and it works in the background while you sleep, while you do nothing. So just spend a week just executing the strategy, get five to 10 of them and let it grow for you. Fire Nation, time is money. And if you go anywhere right now, when we take our break to thank our sponsors, you're going to be wasting both your time and you are going to be losing potentially earned money in the future because the value bombs that Nathan's going to be dropping. We'll be right back. As entrepreneurs, we face a variety of challenges every single day, but one of the biggest challenges I hear about from other entrepreneurs on a daily basis, and one that I face while growing my own business, is finding the right candidates to hire. Luckily, ZipRecruiter makes it easy. You'll see exactly what I mean if you visit ziprecruiter.com slash fire. To start, ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, which saves you a ton of time, but they don't stop there. Next, ZipRecruiter's powerful technology scans thousands of resumes to identify people with the right skills and experience and actively invites them to apply to your job so you get qualified candidates fast. ZipRecruiter is so effective that 80% of employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So Nathan, we're back and something that you've done that's pretty cool because you know a lot of people in Fire Nation don't have $100,000 to invest or venture capital or all these different things. Let's talk about launching a $5,000 side project. You have a great story behind this. Yeah, well, look, the book is called How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital, not, you know, how to be a trust fund baby, get a million dollar loan and, you know, go do anything you want to do <laughs> well, with it. And then probably right? fail because that's And then fail do. still, right? Yeah. <laughs> so the, the trick with this and and and, and actually, John, I, this side project for me was actually built off uh, my podcast, right? So long story short is I, I was interviewing and I still do, right? Interview B2B SaaS CEOs, er, software CEOs every single day for 15 minutes. And it's really aggressive. I'm probably the most sued podcaster because I get them to share revenue numbers. Numbers, CAC, ARPU, churn, um, uh, equity evaluations, things like that. And then they email you back to like, oh, we can't share that episode. You're like, sorry. Exactly. Because I do what you do, which is they have to click a check mark when they yeah. book that says we have rights to the audio file specifically for this reason. And um, and the board will send me cease and desist. Like, Nathan, you got our CEO to reveal like valuation and revenue numbers, like take it down right now. And these are big companies. Some yeah. of them are about to go public. So I say no. And I win every time. But I have a wall of cease and desist. Long story short, I realized I could use Google's speech API hmm. and essentially pull out all these metrics from each episode so that people can compare all 3000 CEOs I've interviewed with each other. And so I don't know how to code or use a speech API. So I just did this manually for 100 episodes. So I created a a Google Doc, which basically had the CEO name, their business, and then their revenue, their growth rate, how much equity they own, their number, how they got their first 10 customers, all that stuff. And I just put um, an audio placement in my feed. It wasn't a unique, it wasn't in an episode, but John, you know how you publish to Libsyn, like individual audio files? Yes. I actually posted the file, like the title was like new data side project. So that in the iTunes feed, people saw that. It wasn't like built in as a mid-roll. And so from that, we got 10 people to buy that Excel sheet for about $497. So it was like 2,500 bucks right there. It was just an Excel sheet, a Google Doc, basically. And so since then, I then used that money to hire a developer off TopTal, and, uh, which is a site, kind of like a freelancing site, but yeah, for developers. They sponsor. Do, oh, they, okay, good. So what's the link so your audience can check it out? eofire.com slash TopTal. Yeah. So I use them Every dev development project I do, I go through them. And then if I find someone I like, I then spend more money and build a team around them because it's cheap. So anyways, they take the Excel sheet, they make it into getlatka.com, which is live today. And now mm. that side project has grown 
from kind of 5,000 bucks. It's it's now doing almost, uh, basically $100,000 per month selling to private equity firms, VC firms, all this company business data. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Fire Nation, this is inside the minds of Nathan Latka. Now, one thing that you hate doing, Nathan, and that I hate doing are tasks that we hate doing. I mean, it's just reality. There's just things that we don't like doing as human beings, as entrepreneurs, as people who are trying to create and are trying to push our businesses forward and trying to balance all these different things. So, where are six places that we can find super cheap labor so that we can actually stop doing these tasks that are wasting our time, that are wasting our bandwidth, that are wasting our money? How can we do that? Yep. John, I have to ask you real quick. Do you, are, have you shared what your cost per episode is to produce a, a show? No, I don't, you know, I've never broken it down. Well, so mine used to be very expensive and I would say it was like 250 bucks an episode, but I had a system of like what had to happen. Like the inputs were guests, traffic, editors, me, the outputs were the episode, sponsor revenue and influence and the stock, the thing in the middle that made it all grow were downloads. And so what I did is I basically said, how can, like, where am I spending the 250 bucks now? And then how can I decrease all my costs? So what I did is I took essentially the one page process files, for example, like, you know, um, how to export from Ecamm into the Google drive file to put the SRTP file back with the audio file, right? And I and what what I did have a guy named Aaron running that for, which was driving up the cost of 250 bucks, I basically took that process doc and gave it to 10 different audio editors on Fiverr. They all had different prices. Some were five bucks, some were as much as a hundred bucks just for this one thing. I paid them all though, because I wanted to see who would give it back to me the quickest and the most accurately. And so what I did is I narrowed that 10 down to two, who I gave another new audio file to to process it, and then one, and ultimately ended up hiring that one person who now runs the system today. And so basically I found those people through Fiverr, but there are other sites. I run that same process on TopTal for developers. You run it on Upwork for other people. And I list three other places inside the book where you can essentially go in and find cheap talent to execute these processes that either you're executing right now and you want to save your time or you're paying someone else too much right now to do it. Another one is WMM virtual assistants. I don't know if you, you use those, those folks up in uh, northern, uh, the, the northern states, but it's basically single moms at home uh, who are virtual assistants that you can pay really to do anything. Fire Nation, these are the processes that are already created by people like Nathan. So just take them, implement them into your business, into your life. Yes, you're going to make a little time investment, a little financial investment. They're going to be walking away with the person you need to execute these things. And over the course of a month, a year, it's going to pay for itself a hundred, a thousand times over. So little spoiler alert, Fire Nation, but you know, soon Nathan, he may forget my name because he's going to be a big TV star. He has a CNBC deal that's coming out pretty soon, and he's been able to leverage getting that deal with some awesome copywriting tricks that actually allowed him to get 1.2 million people to watch his Facebook Live video. So break down those copywriting tricks, and then of course, we want to know all about that CNBC deal. Yeah, John. So this was back in May of 2017. Um, I had some cash laying around uh, from some of the businesses. And when I say cash, I mean about 5,000 bucks. And I said, I wonder if there's a way that I can invest this somehow in a small business. And I said, well, you know what? What if I did it live? And I'll be the first one to admit, I was watching like the Ty Lopez episode <laughs> where he's going out and writing random $10,000 checks or like these people that do it live and, you know, love them or hate them uh, from a marketing perspective, it gets eyeballs, right? So I said, let me try my own spin on this. 
I clicked record on Facebook Live. I walked from 3rd and Brazos in downtown Austin over to Rainy Street where there are a lot of food trucks. And I basically told my audience, guys, I have a pen and here's my checkbook. I want to invest in one of these food trucks or buy their whole company on the spot. And I'd point the camera around, John, and say, which food truck should I go after? Grilled cheese, the Euro company, or Ming's Yummy Thai food? That's the first tact to hear with Facebook Live videos. You want to let the audience literally control you physically. <laughs> like, tell me where to walk, left or right. Which truck should I walk up to? This kind of open loop. And that drives comments. Your friend Amy Porterfield is great at this, even when she's sitting at her desk doing webinar training on Facebook Live. She always has these open loops, like, wait, here's what's coming up next. Or I'm going to give away an Amazon gift card if you if you leave comments, things like that. So it works. And so that, that view, basically, they said, Nathan, go check out yummy, Ming's Yummy Thai Food. I walked up to Ming's Yummy Thai Food and, and basically said, let me get the Yummy Pad Thai. I got it. And I said, Ming, I have a surprise for you. Look at my phone. And there were only... John, you know how when you're live on Facebook, it'll show you the, the, the viewer count? Yeah. So there was only maybe a thousand people watching, but over time it grew to 1.2 million, like total views on the video. So the thousand people watching were saying, um, uh, Nathan, like, here's what you should do with Ming. Cause I got Ming to tell me like her meal volume, her sales revenue, all that, by just making her comfortable and kind of charming her a bit and buying a bunch of her product. And then ultimately ended up writing a $6,000 check to invest in Ming's business, which allowed her to buy the food truck, decrease her loan payment. And she pay me back 75 cents per meal until I'm paid back and then 25 cents per meal in perpetuity. And uh, I have now since made from Ming, we not only, uh, I not only made my money back, but I helped her grow her business. We tripled her meal volume by moving her from the front of the back of the parking lot to the front where there's more foot traffic. And um, I'm paid back now and I make more investments. So my point is I did that all on Facebook live. I was very nervous doing it. I'm not a nervous guy, but I was very nervous because it was real money. Um, and those kinds of psychological things where you let your audience feel your vulnerability, you give them power over control of what you're doing. And then you ask them, guys, what kind of deal should I write Ming? And they're proposing what you actually write on your check in the comments. You're giving them real control. That's what allow them to get engaged. It drives up your edge rank uh, ranking on Facebook as comments and shares go up. And that's why I got 1.2 million views on that Facebook live video. And you're going to tell us about the CNBC deal? I was going to say, so should I, <laughs> should I lead into that now? So yeah. What what happened was, um, that's on a Facebook watch page. And um, what happened was when the book, I don't know if you know this, John, but when you work, so my book's coming out with, uh, with uh, a portfolio random house. And they all, uh, when they buy a book title, they put it in this really underground form that only TV executives and the publishing houses have access to. And it basically allows the TV executives to go on option rights to books. And so I, I'm, John, I know you hang out with some people that have, I think Tim has done, Tim Ferriss has done this, I think with some of his content, but long story short is I got outreach when the book deal got launched from a bunch of TV executives that said, Hey, we'd love to consider, you know, you know, meet you and think about this in, in linear version on cable. And so CNBC was one of them. And the trick is here, I started producing these Facebook watch videos myself without anyone else. And each was getting a million, a million, two views. So when I eventually got CAA and UTA and WME, all the big talent agencies to compete, to get me to sign with them. I signed with CAA and said, listen, just so you understand, I don't need this deal with a major network because I have my own show and you know, CNBC might only get 300,000 people watching every night. I get 1.2 million. Boom. So I made sure they realized like I didn't need the deal. So I have leverage and that leverage enabled my CAA agent to negotiate a deal with CNBC that is larger than many of the deals the sharks have on Shark Tank with their network. It's a huge, it's a, I mean, it's a fantastic deal. And the, and the, uh, the show will go live uh, later this year called Million Dollar Listing on CNBC. Sorry, not Million Dollar, <laughs> Million Dollar Road Trip. I'm not a real estate agent. <laughs> million Dollar Road Trip. <laughs> Million dollar road trip. I love so much about this. And Fire Nation, it goes back to something that Nathan did 
and I want to really bring a full circle around this, which is let people control what you do. And then what he means by that, of course, is on Facebook. You want to get people involved, have them be engaged, make them feel like they're part of what your next decision is going to be, part of your life, because then they're going to stay there. They're going to comment, and that's all going to help that edge rate that he was talking about. Quick, quick side story, Nathan. Have you ever heard or listened to the podcast Business Wars? Wondery produces them, the red logo. Yes, it's amazing. It's an amazing podcast. I don't often rave about other business podcasts on my show, but this is one that I will because it's so phenomenal. They just did one, McDonald's versus Burger King. And Burger Ooh. King, this is like back in the mid-90s, by the way. Burger King came out with this campaign and it essentially was control the chicken. And it was a guy dressed up in a chicken suit <laughs> and they brought him into this dark, dungy room and they had him do about like a thousand or two thousand different actions, like jump on one foot, like wave his hand, uh, raise his hand and wave and do all these things. He was in a chicken suit. It was a guy. And then they recorded all of that and then that was done. But then they were able to make it happen so that people, and again, this is back in the mid-90s when this stuff wasn't really that possible. People could go to the website and they could type in commands and then the chicken would do that. And the fact that people could control what the chicken was doing caused it to be a viral sensation. And that's just like the 2019 version of what Nathan's doing right now. And he's going out and he's saying, hey, where do I go? Left or right? Like, take me on this choose your own adventure. Netflix is doing it with the new movie Bandersnatch. Like, we love being in control. The choose your own adventure stuff is critical. It's unbelievable. Nathan, we've been rapping now for a little while about all this awesome stuff. I want to turn all the focus now to your book, to your book launch, which is How to Be a Capitalist Without Any Capital. Break it down for us. Share with us why Fire Nation needs to read this book or listen to this book via the audiobook version. And where can we get this? And it's not right for everyone. Like this isn't a book that is kind of like based on like a rule set. You can quickly like follow one by one. What what I did is I just put a ton of screenshots of things that helped me make money or got me leverage over the past two years and put it in here. So that the breakdown of the book are essentially four rules that you've got to break if you want to build wealth. And then 36 stories of how I've done that over the past, call it year to two years. Um, And that ranges from launching on side project to getting into your first real estate deal with no money down to getting free trips on Instagram like we spoke about. But anyways, you know, the first person that buys the book essentially has the most leverage because these things won't work for everyone. That's the nature of building wealth. Usually the first person to market wins. So this won't be relevant in a year. People want to grab it right now. And and John, I really appreciate you letting me come on and share this with your audience, trying to give away as much as possible for free. But if you guys, if you want to go deeper and actually see the scripts, see the other 33 stories, see my income report, actually my tax returns I put on page six of the book when I was 21 in my dorm room, they can go to, um, they can just go to uh, capitalistbook.com or just search how to be a capitalist without any capital on Amazon. Love this, Fire Nation. Nathan gives it all away. That's why he's done over 1,300 episodes with the top. That's why he just is dropping value bombs all day, every single day. And again, these are the exact scripts. These are the screenshots. This is the truth that you can just pick up and utilize and see if it works. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, make a little tweak, make a little adjustment, and then make it happen because Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out and you've been hanging out with NL and JLD today. <laughs> so keep up the heat. And of course, head directly to capitalistbook.com. Snag your copy of this. Again, this is not going to be relevant for long, which is a pretty cool little different twist that Nathan's putting on here. It's, it's weird. They hate it. The publishers they hate, hate it. it. We'll see. But it yeah. is so true, Nathan, how you talk about first movers advantage. Because guess what? When I launched my podcast back in 2012, 
I was not a good podcaster, but I was the first mover. I was the first daily John, podcast. John, 2012, do you ever look back and go, oh my gosh, I've been doing this for like seven, that's crazy, seven years. Seven years, and I wasn't hey, good, brother. Spot, by the way, Spotify Gimlet deal, a good one or not? I think it's a good deal for Gimlet. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yes, yeah, 200 million bucks by Spotify. I thought of you when I saw the news and I said, I have to ask John about this. Did you know that I was the first and second round investor in Gimlet? That's why when I was looking at the Crunchbase profile, I said, oh, I ha- this is why I have to ask John about it. So yeah. I assume it's great for you and anyone that was in early. Yeah, we got a pretty interesting investor update actually today as we talked because the news just became official as you and I are wrapping right now. But yep. uh, this is going to be great for people that are at Gimlet, I believe, and are part of the Gimlet investing team, obviously. Good. For Spotify, man, whew, that's a lot of money for, for a content production business. You know, you're not yeah. here. I'm not talking bad about Gimlet. I'm just saying that's a lot of money. But, you know, they also bought Anchor, which was interesting. Spotify um, also bought Anchor at the same time. So they're really going big on this. They believe... Are they about to buy, are they about to buy Entrepreneur on Fire? I can't talk about that right now. No, <laughs> they're definitely not. They're definitely not. So um, I want to invest in you right now. How much money do you want? I don't care what it is. <laughs> I love it. And right back at you, by the way. So as long as All we right. can invest in each other, we're good. But Fire Nation, I want you to get over to capitalistbook.com because the first mover advantage is real. That's why I won at podcasting. And that's why so many people have won at what they do. Not because they're necessarily the best. It's because they were the first and they get exponential results from that capitalistbook.com. Nathan, thank you for sharing these value bonds with Fire Nation today. For that, brother, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, sir. Hey, Fire Nation. Today's value bombs were brought to you by Nathan Lacka. And if you're ready to rock your business, well, then you need to check out freepodcastcourse.com because that's how Nathan and I grew a huge, huge audience and how you can start building your audience as well. Freepodcastcourse.com. I will catch you there, Fire Nation, or I'll catch you on the flip side. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. That place is ziprecruiter.com slash fire. Post your job with one click, then their powerful matching technology scans millions of resumes across this network of hundreds of job boards to find the right people for your job and actively invite them to apply. So you get qualified candidates fast. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter for free at ziprecruiter.com slash fire. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash fire. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire.